My man George Benson. I mean, let's take five by George Benson. Could have let that shit ride for a minute, but it's a seven minute song. Yeah, I mean, cut it a little short. Just a little vibe to open up to. Yeah, I mean, for episode 49 out eh? The K motherfucking podcast. How you guys doing out there? You know what I'm saying? Welcome back. Pleasure to have you. In my humble abode here, mi casa, su casa, ya me. 
Anyway, yeah, man, welcome back. Much love to you guys for being here and checking in with me once again for episode 49 of the K-Podcast. We are one episode away from a half a century, man. Who the thunkin'? I think I started this shit last August, and we're kind of midway through June right now. So almost at a year mark as well for the 50-episode mark next episode. So, you know what I mean? I appreciate you guys sticking with me this long, man. Hopefully you got 50 more, plus many more under the belt, you know what I mean? But it's taking it day by day, man. We actually do have some questions as well, which was a little shocking, you know what I mean? But never unappreciated. So shout out to Fred from Boston. He sent in these questions here. Question number one is what would you pick as a last meal? A little morbid, you know what I mean? But let's we can roll with it. Uh, I think I sort of answered that with the previous questions a long time ago on the show about like the five items I'd bring to an island or whatever. But for a last meal... I don't know. Normally, I try to eat pretty healthy and shit, but I feel like if it's your last meal and you know, you know you're going out anyway, whether it's I don't know if you you know you got terminal cancer, you're fucking on death row or some shit. wasn't real specific here, but it says what was what would you pick as your last meal? So I'm assuming you're gonna die immediately after the next day or some shit. So assuming that's true, let's see here. I was just watching the Boondocks where they had those Luther burgers. The fucking cheeseburger in between like two donut buns. Something like that might be wild. A fucking fat pizza. Shit, some like lobster tail, you know what I mean? I know I've been trying to eat less seafood since Seaspiracy, you know what I mean? But shit, last meal. I don't know, man. I might have to go all out. I'm trying to think, man. Like endless chicken wings? I don't know. A giant fucking uh capriati sub shouts to capriati's in the northeast delaware wilmington area yeah i mean i don't know man home cooked meal maybe too just for my mom something something substantial something that because like i said assuming i'm to die anyway right let's i want a meal that's gonna give me the fucking itis so i can just pass out and then just slip off into death you know what i mean i had my last meal i'm good no need for me to fucking come back here this shit was fire peace i'm out so something like that. My mom makes this shit called Cap'n Crunch Chicken too, uh, that she stole from one of her friends growing up, which is super fire. If you know, you know. So maybe that. I don't know, man. There's I love food, so it's hard to pick. Next question was, what are some of your goals when it comes to the podcast or your music? Uh, well, that's a great question there, Fred. I think... Um, The ultimate goal for both podcast and music is obviously to entertain the people while also attempting to spread some sort of knowledge. You know what I mean? I think I say on here all the time, I'm not the fucking smartest person in the world, but when I, I'm very inquisitive, you know what I mean? When I learn something, I want to keep learning about it. I like to dig deep and try to find out what the fuck is really going on. And I know not a lot of people do that, so I do try to kind of shed some light on things I've learned on the podcast and music. Obviously, like I said, to entertain and just, you know, make you guys laugh and smile and shit. But every now and then, we do have to get serious, as you guys have seen on here. Um, I do like to joke and 
keep things light, you know what I mean? But obviously, life is tough, so sometimes we got to get serious on here as well. But just, you know, just to, to entertain you guys, man. Entertain you guys, spread some knowledge. I mean, fucking keep myself happy. This shit somehow helps me stay sane, you know what I mean? As insane as it is sitting here talking to a mic by myself, but fuck it. That's how it goes, man. But yeah, just, I guess all of that, you know what I mean? I didn't really have... It's weird because with music, I never had an ultimatum, you know what I mean? There was no reasoning behind me starting music. I just loved music, and it kind of just happened. I fell into drums and started doing that, then I fell into hip-hop and everything. And with the podcast, I mean, I like I said, I've listened to podcasts for years, uh, numerous different podcasts of various kinds, touching different topics and all sorts of things. Um, and I never, well, I was going to say I never considered doing it, but obviously I did because I mentioned I tried this podcast before. I guess I never really took it serious at all. I was just kind of fucking around. I thought it might be something fun to do with my friends, you know what I mean? Just so we could talk shit like we always do, but just record it and that way other people can hear it and shit. But as you guys know, once quarantine hit last year, I started building up this home studio that I'm in now, and I figure rather than just use it for music, I might as well try to get as much use out of it as possible. So I kind of started looking at the podcast a little more seriously than I originally was. And not serious, like, I mean, you guys hear me on here, I'm fucking talking shit, it's, you know, it's all over the place. But just taking it more serious, like, I've, I make sure I get to this at least once a week. I know not too many people out there give a fuck, but there are surprisingly a couple of you out there that I know check weekly, and I appreciate you so much for that, you don't even know. But, um, you know, it's for you guys, man, you know. Like I said, this is a little bit for me just to blow some steam off, kick the shit, kind of gather my thoughts a little bit, as weird as that might sound. But I figure it's a source of entertainment for you guys. Especially, I guess the real perspective I took was podcasts kind of, they save me from work, from cubicle life when you're just fucking bored as hell at your 9-to-5 job or whatever you're doing and you're on a long drive or whatever. You know, I... I still love my music, obviously, but a lot of the shit I've heard time and time again. So once I found kind of discovered podcasts, it's just a nice, it's a different kind of escape. So I hope that you're able to use this shit as an escape from your boring ass nine to five. You know what I'm saying? Because I know how it is out there, man. I know how it is, man. So I'm here for you guys, man. I got your motherfucking backs. You know what I'm saying? But that being said, it's tit for tat. Back and forth. You got to hit the email, man. Thank you, Fred, again for hitting the email. Fred from Boston. But I need you guys listening right now if you're listening. You got a question on the tip of your fucking tongue. I know you do. Or a comment. You want to talk shit, but you've been hesitant about it. Just holding back. You let it rip, bro. Fuck it. Fire off at me, man. But just hit the email. The real K podcast at gmail.com. I would really appreciate it. <laughs> and hopefully the listeners would appreciate it too, because you're just giving me more ammo, more fodder, as they say. Such a fucking weird word. Um, but alright, so the last question here from Fred is 
This was from a couple weeks ago, so I don't know which episode you're referring to, but he says, based off last week's episode, how do you view cultural appreciation versus cultural appropriation? Well, I think that's a great question. Like I said, I don't know which episode you're referring to. I wish I did so I could maybe give a little more in-depth answer. But so if you want to respond with which episode you're talking about, I'd appreciate it. Yeah, mate. But just generally answering the question, um, cultural appreciation versus cultural appropriation. I think it's extremely important to understand the difference between the two and also kind of figure out which side of the spectrum you lie on. You know what I mean? I'll just speak from my personal perspective, you know, me being a guest in the house of hip-hop we'll use hip-hop culture just as an example because like i said i'm speaking from personal experience and being a guest in the house of hip-hop i like to think that i appreciate the culture much more than i appropriate it but then again you know this could be a biased answer it's coming from me so you guys feel free to check me but so cultural appreciation, right? I love hip hop. Okay. Now some people might look at me being in hip hop or like trying to rap and all this shit. Some people might look at that as cultural appropriation and they're entitled to their opinion. There's honestly nothing that I or there maybe is something I could say to change their mind, but people are going to think what they're going to think, so so be it. My thing is, A, you have to wholesomely, truthfully appreciate it to the core. A lot of people on the appropriation side of things, they're just trying to, to gain something from the culture. Let me use this culture... So I can either up my clout, you know what I mean? I can make money, I can profit off of this shit. Just let me use this culture to benefit myself. Or let me just use this culture and not pay the proper homage and actually do the real due diligence to see what this culture is really fucking about versus me just loving not only the music, but actually loving the culture, loving everything it stands for, actually researching and seeing what everything stands for, what you know, certain words mean, um, how this culture is represented differently around the world, things like that, and also giving back to the culture. A lot, most people just they want to fucking rap, they want to be famous, they want to fucking get girls and be rich and wear chains with fancy cars and shit like that, but like. If you know me and you know my music, that's not at all what I'm about. Me personally. If that's your thing, like, fucking do you, bro. But um, I just love hip-hop. I also, I think I've distinguished on here kind of my viewpoint between hip-hop and rap music. Like, hip-hop is a culture. You know what I mean? Rap to me is more a type of music. Hip-hop is just, it's fucking, it's a way of life. It's, you know, as they say, the the... The three main focal points of hip-hop being the music, music, including DJ and MCing, graffiti, and then dancing, you know, b-boy and all that shit, all the breakdancing and stuff. 
I never got too much into b-boy dan- break dancing or graffiti. I mean, I love how graffiti looks, but I, I personally suck at it. I've tried it before. I'm not very good at it. So I lean towards the music side, you know what I mean? But once I found hip-hop, I went back. I mean, I've gone back all the way to the 80s, the 70s to see who started this shit, DJ Cool Herc. Back in the park with the turntables. Like, you have to really learn what this shit's about in order to be a part of it, more or less. You know what I mean? I want... This is all, like, a long-winded way of saying. I I'm I want to take nothing from hip-hop. I simply want to contribute to it. You know what I mean? Hip-hop has helped me so much just in my life fucking figuring things out learning shit learning who I am as an adult and all this other stuff so the least that I can do is try to give back you know what I mean I feel like appropriation you're just constantly taking me 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 give you know give me what I need me 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 but a pr- cultural appreciation I just I mean I truly love and appreciate hip hop culture like I said I've I want nothing more than to give back to it and just hope that it accepts me, you know what I mean? Hopefully hip-hop culture accepts me for what I have to offer, but that's just kind of like how I feel about the difference between appreciation and appropriation, and like I said in the beginning, I don't even know if I'm the proper person to be answering this shit, but, you know, you asked, so I'm here to answer, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I appreciate the questions, man. Once again, hit the email, therealkpodcast at gmail.com if you got anything to add but I think we are going to get into our new music section. Yeah, you know I'm saying? First and foremost, man. Well, first and foremost, <laughs> since we we're already talking about my music and shit anyway, your boy just had a new single drop. Animal Kingdom times ticking. Just dropped on the 11th on Friday. New single by your boy, me. KPOD, produced by my dog, Tony V. You know what I'm saying? So check it out. Apple Music, Spotify, all that. I won't even play a snippet here. Like I said, I don't want to make this shit about my music, but I figured I'd drop a little, you know what I'm saying? In case you didn't see the the fucking advertisements out there. But yeah, Animal Kingdom, new single, produced by Tony V. Search K-Pod and you'll find it. But also, we got some new music out here. I've been thinking about adding some uh, sound effects too. I'm going to get back to you on that because I have a MIDI controller here. I think it would be fairly simple for me to do that, but I'm, I need to figure that out first. Some air horns, some applause, some, you know, some bullshit like that. But we'll see. But we got three new albums to cover. All right. We got the super highly anticipated Lloyd Banks. If you're not a hip hop head, Lloyd Banks was one of the members of G-Unit with 50 Cent back in the 2000s. You know, one of the biggest names in rap back in that day. Uh, So his album, people have been anticipating for a long time, finally dropped. We got Migos Culture 3 album just dropped. I know, you know, people are Migos fanatics out there. So that shit has been highly anticipated as well. And then over in the reggae world, my boy Jesse Royal just dropped a new album called Royal. So if you like reggae music, you know what I'm saying? I'm sure you heard of Jesse Royal, but that's that new shit as well. 
But I think first things first, just because we'll just do them in order and in the order that they dropped. So Lloyd Banks, The Course of the Inevitable, dropped on the 4th. So about two weeks ago now. And honestly, I was telling Pun about this because he's from New York and, um, you know, a huge G-Unit fan, big Lloyd Banks fan. So we were talking about, like, I definitely don't have a problem with Lloyd Banks. I never really sought his music out, per se. So when this dropped, I mean, I knew it was a big deal. I didn't, like, rush to go hear it, but I've definitely... I've heard a lot of it in Pun's car, and then I downloaded it when I got home, and I was listening to it a little on my own as well. More so out of respect, man, because like I said, Lloyd Banks, fucking OG. It's not really my style of street street hip-hop, but once I turned it on, man, I mean, dude dude was huge for a reason. Pause. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he's got bars, crazy bars. And his beats are just like a little somber. You can tell there's a lot of pain in his life. But, you know, you come up in the streets of Queens, I guess that shit's going to happen. So I'm going to play a joint off of this new Lloyd Banks album. This song is called Food, featuring Styles P to Ghosts. Being light was never in my list of plans I give a fuck about your Instagram I give a fuck about your Twitter Don't follow me, you see me in the street, nigga I'm a giant, noisy footsteps, can't sneak with ya Been running shit, next move is a flea flicker Still making them sick like sweet liquor Book full of told you's in my MVP picture 90% of my songs gloomy, I'm ball heavy I bought them bitches out of dark room like R. Kelly Gorilla papers keep the car smelly Thinking I will line you up dead wrong in the contrary Diamonds on my pimp head My buckle strap Farragon Sparring like a six man Quarter pound of marathon Wait in the day Where all of my bad habits going Money, power, respect All the above added on The fucking niggas tell me dog Nothing You walk around fronting Probably gonna get into something Niggas will be fooled Never dinner function Better keep you cool or pretend it's something Me and Blue again Blue steel in the foreign Yeah, I'm a CEO but move like a hooligan If I'm in the club then the owner gonna let the shooter in Stick it in car oil, baby oil and lubricant Known to set trip, you only trip when you Ubering Wearing Godspeed for the time that I'm maneuvering Yeah, I matter like black lives Baptized in a black five or nine five with a crack pie Lord, we think of Floyd, Mayweather and George Blowing smoke out the sunroof, talk to the Lord Thank God for the stash box in your cord, all the old school drug dealers rocking below. Arm, leg, leg, arm, head, intake days. That's the act I so crack just to get bread made. And I stuff niggas too, and I cut niggas too. They be like fuck ghosts, but I be like fuck niggas too. What? The fucking niggas tell me what? It's ghosts. Yeah, man. Lloyd Banks and Styles P. That song was called Food, off of the new Banks album, The Course of the Inevitable. So yeah, man, check it out. You know what I mean? If you like that New York street rap, man. So yeah, he's got all the street rappers on there, man. If you're into the street rap, you know what I mean? Benny the Butcher, as you heard, Styles P. He's got Rock Marcy on there. Ransom, Vado, my boy Freddie Gibbs. But (laughs) Actually, real quick about Freddie Gibbs before we get to Migos. I saw Freddie Gibbs did a record... With a um, 
a reggaeton artist, a Latin artist called Chiqui El de la Vaina. And the song is called Entregala, Hand It Over. But <laughs> is that new fucking, you know what I mean? Co- Freddy Cocaine Island vibes, man. Spending too much time in DR, man. Puta cana, eh. Nah, man. <laughs> My boy Freddy and Chiqui down in the DR, man. Getting wild out here, getting loco out here, man. Salmo el pario marquesina, las mujeres traen su bikini, se quitan los cholos andan en mini, mucha chapa grande, todos los ojos miren, vamos para la piscina para hacerle un arco iris. Un coro acelerado, mucha mari, mucha moli. Si tú no haces nada, mami chula, I'm sorry. Con los gratis que yo ando, no andan en historia. Entrega de una vez o te llaman la poli. Entrégala, 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 entrégala. Entrega de una vez o te llaman la poli. Entrégala, 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 entrégala. Con los gratis que yo ando, no andan en historia. Entrega, 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 entrega. Fuck these hoes on a regular. regular. Tell your bitch to keep the pussy if it's regular. I fuck the hoe and never hit her. I ain't stressing her. I'm worldwide. I got bitches out of Lebanon. I can fire your hoe up for the holidays. Drop emojis on your baby mama face. I'm talking hoes on my grandmama grave. I shot them got the top in my mama name. Gang, gang, we gang bang. Peep the lingo. Face good, but culo, magnifico. Better in Miami, she from Santo Domingo. Face good, but culo, magnifico. Entregala. 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 So yeah, man. Shout out to Chiki and Freddy Geese, man. But so for the next one, like I said, Migos Culture 3 just dropped. I know people have been waiting for this shit for a fucking minute. But I also saw... Well... I'll be honest, I haven't listened to the album yet, so I I didn't want to just throw in a random song that I haven't listened to yet. Um, I will get around to it, I promise you I will. But I did see, I think on Twitter or something, that they went on LA Leakers. LA Leakers is a radio station out in LA, obviously, where these rappers come and freestyle as they do. J. Cole killed that shit back when he dropped the offseason. But I saw Migos just went on there, you know what I mean, to promote the new album. And the clip I saw, they tore this shit up. So I'm gonna play rather than play, rather than play a random song off Culture Three, and take a stab in the dark. I'm gonna go ahead and play their LA Leakers freestyle. It just dropped a day ago, so this is technically new music too. <laughs> this is all three Migos on the LA Leakers. You can find this shit on YouTube. Yes, sir. L.A. Leakers, just incredible. Sour milk. Uh, we, we have okay. a, we have a few. It's gonna be a little different today. No, 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 no. I'm looking. I'm looking <laughs> to my left. It's going Quavo's activated. Yeah, Offsets yeah. activated. <laughs> Take off is ready to go. Migos are here. Come on, man. They Culture said they ain't playing three. no games. All right. Whoa. Oh, they didn't oh, see this man. shit coming. Come on. Come on. Shout out to DJ Durrell, man. Whoa. The gang is here, baby. Whoa. LA Leakers, Power 106. Whoa. Whoa. The bag is right there, go get it. Them bag is right there, 250. 100,500, the midget. I was racking my gun in the kitchen. On the low, we fucking your bitches. Wipe his nose, but no, not a tissue. Bullet hole, the switch got a 50. Rich is cold, you think it was Christmas. Nigga, know that it's up. 
fucking that bitch in the back of the Maybach. I told her to put the seat up. I'm not gonna go to the internet. I'm about that dash and it's time to meet up. Okay. Broke niggas know we not in it. They go get some bigger red time to eat up. Mm-hmm. Call my young nigga, he spinning that. He wants some strike with the gang of Dita. My man, I forgot to mention. Through the pandemic, we was still running up chicken. Whipping that shit in the kitchen. You make a mention, a ticket to make you go missing. Don't do the sneak dissing. I'm starting to think niggas with panties. You niggas some bitches. Why you niggas run out of money? My niggas gon' get it. Cause every day government printing. How you gon' get it? Just send me the ad and my niggas will ship it. A million twenties and fifties and hundreds sitting on the floor, look how I swim in it. <laughs> don't wanna get popped, don't open your top, you better move militant. They talking about COVID when I heard the news, I started sipping the remedy. <laughs> if I got an op and you say you my brother, Stop then it better be your enemy. Woo. I'm taking them back to the band on way back when the nigga was breaking the interim. <laughs> Stay with the tree like a Timberland. Lady got guy yeah. in that Kimberly. Capital Japanese snitching, these niggas be snitching, they acting real. It's time to move righteous, I'm moving precise. I look at my schedule, no time for no wiping. Hit it like crap with a seal of three dice. Hit double tapping, you niggas don't like it. It's just a little post, you niggas ain't piping. Fitting in the strap in the center bun biting. But gets in the cross on an iced out Christ. I put it on God, I put it on life. Three wheels pulling out the parking lot, bitch, and I'm look like I'm riding on a goddamn tricycle. Nigga ain't nothing to get popped, it's simple. Bitch, I'm setting up shop in the middle, I'm having credentials. You a dud, I had to go shrimp them. Working buds, I had to go trim them. Wanna kill him, so I dipped him. Uh. <laughs> Mama, she said, just lay in the bed. And niggas ain't got no pots to piss. Back in the day, I was having to act. Young niggas killing their kidneys off tricks. Straight out the mud, they showing the wrist. My diamonds hit, these bitches flinch. I put this shit on, not dripping, not drenched. Finessing the back like the Grinch. Come on, man. Okay, okay. Come okay. on, dog. Culture three. Culture three. Oh, man. We gone. Migos huh? gang. Yeah. Yeah. That way, the LA Leaker way. Yeah. Huh. LA Leaker way. LA Leaker. Culture 3 out right now. Let Ooh. me know, y'all. Culture, Culture 3, three. out. Right now. Culture, Culture 3. So, yeah, that was Offset, then Takeoff, then Quavo in order of appearance. But, yeah, man. Uh, Culture 3, you know what I'm saying? Check that shit out. Like I said, I definitely am going to get to it. I just haven't yet. My apologies. You know what I mean? No disrespect to the gods. I also noticed uh, this new little section on Apple Music. I think I've mentioned I usually consume my music through Apple Music, sometimes Spotify, but mainly Apple Music. But they were advertising, there's this new like lossless logo I've been noticing under music. And then for this Culture 3 album, I noticed it said, this album includes content in spatial audio with Dolby Atmos. And I'm like reading this shit, like what the fuck is this? So I click on it. And this little blurb, um, it kind of talks about the Dolby Atmos and then also talks about the album itself. So I'll just read the whole thing. It says, before they dropped Culture 3, Atlanta's Migos declared it the final entry in the franchise. They'd long established themselves as hip-hop trendsetters and needed only to complete the trilogy before moving on to the next phase of their near-decade-long chart domination. And with this last installment, Quavo, Offset, and Takeoff make sure fans understood that they're finally in tune with everything that's happening in rap. Culture 3 is 19 songs of the world they oversee packed with the most beloved voices in contemporary rap, besides their own, of course. They've amassed features from Drake, Cardi B, Future, Justin Bieber. Less of a surprise than it once was. That's hilarious that they even put that there. And two of hip-hop's most revered fallen stars, Pop Smoke and Juice World. Rest in peace. If you're surprised that a group of three would create space for that many guests on a project where their own voices get near equal runtime, you're clearly unfamiliar with how self-assured the group is. 
Last time I checked, we were running the globe, Quavo raps on Modern Day. If the excitement drummed up by lead single Straighten In was any indication, this is unlikely to change before the next time he checks. And then about the Dolby Atmos thing, it says down here, all Apple Music subscribers using the latest version of Apple Music on iPhone, iPad, Mac, and Apple TV can listen to thousands of Dolby Atmos music tracks using any headphones. When listening with compatible Apple or Beats headphones, Dolby Atmos music will play back automatically when available for a song. For other headphones, go to settings, music, audio, and then set Dolby Atmos switch to always on. You can also hear Dolby Atmos music using the built-in speakers on compatible iPhones, iPads, and MacBook Pros or by connecting your Apple TV 4K to a compatible TV or AV receiver. Android is coming soon. But it still doesn't really explain what it is exactly. Dolby Atmos. Let's see. Uh, oh, I guess it's like a new a new form of surround sound. Dolby Atmos is a popular surround sound format, a competitor to DTSX. And it's found in everything from the biggest commercial cinemas to the smallest of home theaters. Okay, so it's like a new... A new form of surround sound, I guess. So the Culture 3 album and a, a lot of new music, it sounds like, are, are going to be available in Dolby Atmos. It just sounds weird. I'm a, I guess Dolby's the brand, and Atmos is like the new system. Dolby Atmos. <laughs> that could be like a rap name. You got Most Def and Dolby Atmos, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Young Dolby! And then last but certainly not least, like I said, we got Jesse Royal with the new reggae album called Royal. And I'm sure you guys have heard of Vibes Cartel, one of the, the OGs in the dancehall movement. Dude's been locked up forever, but somehow, not somehow, this motherfucker has verses coming out of prison all the time. But Jesse Royal got him on, on this new album as well. So I'm going to play Rich Forever by Jesse Royal featuring Vibes Cartel. Yo, you have some different chatter than I did. <laughs> Granny used to tell me all the time. Sparks when fits and preparation combine. <laughs> the road been right here all this time. But you gotta look with more than your eyes Judge a blessing, this ain't no love World follow suit when your mind made up I've seen papas turn to kings and kings return to mud When they neglect the truth I forget But we good over your so cussing I see how we hear Something like Juna in the belly of the wheel The whole world know this your soul ain't for sis I listen as if I never yet Rich forever, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rich forever, rich forever, rich with a loving family. Oh. Rich forever, rich with ways, means, and strategies. Yeah, 
Rich forever, family, my treasure In assisting that Breeds depression, no release the tension Every man for tension, cheese intention Meaning dreams, not evil invention Matter how me teach them, need detention No humanity, lasting vanity Wars of politics, religious policies Burn them policies, we are the pyramid people No illusion, no one is coming to save us people Everything's a state of mind Protect your mind, the school them feel Them teach with hate for self, no knowledge How for functioning in the real world Both for be of yourself, them leave and give the children Them no real work, how them sleep at night no, no, how them sleep at night, we no, don't know. How them sleep at night, we no, don't know. How them sleep at night, we no, don't know. How them sleep at night, we don't know. Over your sunk, I see, 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 Rich with a loving family Rich forever Rich with ways, means and strategy <laughs> Rich forever, every day we pray the same prayer Wealth is right, poverty wrong, if what them saying, brother Them cannot poison our roots, we know for peer pressure Mansa Musa level, rich is black emperor Richer than they could ever imagine Still I'm feeding all the famine And I look at our planet now, uh, hey Rocks the riches like Aladdin And the game this out of Madden Yes, it lasts here yeah, with cotton Uh-huh, hey I judge a blessing, this ain't no love World follow suit when you're minded up I've seen papas turn to kings And kings return to mud When they neglect the truth and forget But we do the over your son Cause still I see how we hear Something like Yes, sir Jesse Royal Rich Forever featuring Vibes Cartel off of the Royal album. Yano! So go get that shit, man. But I think that might be it for new music. Actually, that's not even true. We also got, well, it's sort of true. (laughs) The new Space Jam trailer just came out with LeBron because they're dropping a new Space Jam movie. And with that, obviously, comes the soundtrack. So they dropped, you know, the new soundtrack. <laughs> and there's a song on there. It's St. John featuring SZA. The song is called Just For Me. So what I'm going to do, actually, is I'm going to play the trailer first. And then we'll play the new song. We're going to play the new Space Jam trailer to set it up for the song here. Welcome, King James. I'm a cartoon? Oh, I'm shorter than Kevin Hart. No, 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 no. What's up, Doc? Bugs, bring it here, man. What brings you to Tone Wall, Doc? The computer dude kidnapped my son. No! What in the Matrix hell? Hey. What'd you do to my son? The only way you're getting your son back is if you and I play a little basketball. You want to play me in basketball? Mm. I need to assemble an elite team. You need a dream team. I'll take it from here. Sam, shoot the ball. Let's try that again, shall we? We'll get your son back. 
I promise. What's happening? Of the jam. I look expensive. The Introducing the Goon Squad. I'm not a betting duck, but my money's on the other team. Pump up the gym. Yo, King. You're about to lose your family. Got the world Run. in my hand. Everything you love. Well, at least we're good. Oh, and I almost forgot. All of the tunes will be deleted, so... Come on, guys. The Toon Squad doesn't give up. If we're going out, we're going out loony. Meet me. Pump up the gym. You gotta win this game and get our son back. Pump up the chair. Let's go, Toons. I got hops. Eat on. Coming off the bench, Wiley Coyote. The machine producing multiple Wiley Coyotes. Well, that happened. Wow. So yeah, man, new Space Jam is on the way. It looks, I mean, if you guys have seen the first Space Jam, you, you get the gist of it. This one looked obviously a little more futuristic. It's got Don Cheadle as the bad guy. Um, in the middle there where Daffy Duck says, I look expensive. It looks like they kind of refurbished the animation. So in the beginning, it's the traditional cartoon looking Bugs Bunny and shit like we're used to from Looney Tunes back in the day. But then at some point in the movie, I'm not sure what exactly what happens, but uh, the CGI on the Looney Tunes characters becomes a lot more crispy and like, you know, modern. So I don't know if they're going to kind of go into that in the movie, but it looks like a similar premise. LeBron, LeBron has to beat the fucking the bad guys team to, you know, do whatever he's trying to do, whatever. Uh, we'll see. I don't know. I'll probably wait till it hits fucking, you know, Netflix or Disney Plus or whatever it's going to be on. But I'm sure I'll watch it eventually, you know what I'm saying? Shouts to Bron and the Looney Tunes, man. Fucking getting loony out here. I was always a big Bugs Bunny fan, so I don't know. I'll check it out at some point. But yeah, so this is a song from the soundtrack, St. John. The song is called Just For Me featuring SZA.
So I guess the new, it's not just called like Space Jam 2, it's called Space Jam A New Legacy. So that's from Space Jam A New Legacy soundtrack. Uh, I'm sure it said on that video when it was dropping, but I closed it out beforehand, so you can look that shit up yourself then. (laughs) But yeah, man, shouts to new Space Jam. Welcome to the jam. (laughs) What was that shit? Man, I might need to go find the old school joint now. You want a jam? Huh? They want to slam? Huh? <laughs> so I guess just staying on sports and staying on basketball. Uh, a quick update on the NBA playoffs. The Sixers are up 2-1 to one on over the Hawks right now. They played game three on Friday. Game three for the Suns and the Nuggets was also Friday. Phoenix leads three to zero. The Clippers beat the Jazz yesterday, so now the Jazz are up two to one in the series. And game four was actually earlier today for the Nets and the Bucks, where the Bucks are bringing it back. So now the series is tied two to two for the Nets and the Bucks. And actually, Game 4 of the Suns and Nuggets is tonight at 8 o'clock. But that's the update for right now on the NBA playoffs. And also, just staying on sports as well. I saw this the other day, and I thought it was definitely worth mentioning. Um, So Simone Biles, the gymnast... She's become the first woman ever to win seven U.S. all-around titles, and she now has more all-around titles than any other woman Olympian in history. So, shouts to Simone. That's fucking, I mean, so she's she's like the fucking Michael Phelps of gymnastics now, I guess. You know what I'm saying? He's like the most decorated swimmer of all time, I believe. And now it sounds like Simone is the most decorated gymnast of all time. And the most decorated woman Olympian of all time, which is even crazier. So yeah, man. And she's 24. Like, what the fuck? She had all this by the age of 24? What the fuck was I doing at 24? Being a lazy piece of shit. Um, And it also says, so I guess a lot of this is for American Olympians. It says, Biles is the most decorated American gymnast and the world's third most decorated gymnast behind Belarus Vitaly Sherbo, 33 medals, 
And Russia's Larissa Latinina with 33 medals. 32. She has 32, my bad. Biles is widely considered to be one of the greatest and most dominant gymnasts of all time. So she has a total of 30 Olympic medals. So the most decorated American gymnast, maybe not in the world yet, but she's only 24. She got plenty of time. So shout out to Simone Biles fucking killing shit, flipping all over the mats out here, doing the fucking, you know I mean, the little horsey shit, whatever they call that shit, man. I don't know gymnastics terms, but she's fucking wilding out here. Shouts to Simone. You know what I mean? Keep, uh, keep wilding out in that gym, you know what I'm saying? Um, do we have anything else for sports? I don't think so. I guess just before we get to the more serious stuff, I did see, so I know we mentioned, and we kind of been keeping tabs on the Joe Budden podcast and Rory Amal leaving and all that stuff. So I guess it is now official that Rory and Maul have started their own podcast. And I know Joe said he would sue the pants off of them if they did that. I don't know if he was serious or not, if that was more just like a threat. But I saw, I think yesterday, they officially have launched their new podcast. I believe it's just called New Rory and Maul because that was like the tag that they used on the show, on the JBP, the new. But, um, yeah, I haven't listened to it yet, so I'll I'll probably listen to it and then, you know, give you an update. But I did just see that they announced that. So, shouts to Rory Amal, man. I also saw that Insecure, I know we've mentioned Insecure on here before, the HBO show with Issa Rae. I saw, I know they were shooting the last season, and I was just seeing the past couple days, her and her team, like, basically posting photos of the them wrapping up the last season you know what i'm saying this is like that was her first big show kind of what catapulted her into the limelight where she is now so i'm sure it's you know sentimental to to not just Issa Rae but the whole crew you know i mean it's kind of their baby that they raised from nothing so and i like i said i got the hbo login again so i am gonna have to run insecure back pretty soon but i'll probably wait till the new season drops man but yeah, shouts to Issa Rae and the whole Insecure gang. What else do we got? He. I also saw that Maxim named Tiana Taylor, the singer, director, actor, fucking dancer. She does everything, man. But they announced Tiana Taylor as the sexiest woman alive. I think every year they do, it's like a top 50 or something like that, but... Tiana Taylor was number one, and she graced the cover of the Maxim magazine, the newest issue. So, shouts to Tiana, man. You know what I mean? If you've seen her, you know why why they chose her. <laughs> yeah, me. Respectfully, obviously, you know what I'm saying? Shouts to Iman. But moving on to a little more serious topics, man. One thing I saw that I thought was interesting, we've kind of been talking about, you know, the bad stigma of cannabis and psychedelics as well, but I saw this article, it said, joint testing has revealed, joint testing, no pun intended, (laughs) 
Joint testing has revealed the combined medical cannabis and medicinal mushroom formulations of two pharmaceutical companies may be effective in killing breast cancer cells that were grown in 3D cell culture models. UK-based international pharmaceutical company Apollon Formularies PLC and Canadian Aeon Therapeutics made the announcement after joint testing revealed their combination formulation was effective via three separate mechanisms. Direct cell cytotoxicity, immune-stimulated T-cell cytotoxicity, and macrophage-induced phagocytosis. I don't know what the fuck those mean, but Google them. Uh, the testing was performed by BioEnsys, an independent preclinical predictive pharmaceutical testing laboratory with medical cannabis formulations developed by Apollon's affiliate Apollon Formularies Jamaica LTD and medicinal mushroom formulations developed by AI Pharmaceuticals Jamaica LTD. In a press release, CEO of Apollon Stephen D. Barnham commented, Cannabinoids have been seen to exert anti-tumor effects by a number of different means, including killing cancer cells directly as well as inhibiting transform cell growth and tumor metastasis. Apollon Jamaica, using results from its proprietary artificial intelligence-based analysis on strain genetics, has cultivated and processed certain of its proprietary medicinal cannabis products with cancer treatment expressly in mind. We are excited that our formulations have been validated via independent laboratory testing to kill HER2 plus breast cancer cells in 3D cell culture through direct cytotoxicity. So yeah, I thought that was super fucking interesting. All the... It's nuts, man. The shit that they literally tell you is bad for you, fucking cannabis and mushrooms, potentially could be the future of curing breast cancer. So shout to those to those companies working on that shit. All that cytotoxicity, you know, I don't, I don't know what this shit means, man, but you know what I mean? Sounds good, right? What else do we got here? I guess just speaking of buds, um, I saw, I think, what was it? This abandoned prison they're now trying to turn into like a grow house and just the fucking irony of that, you know what I'm saying? All the cannabis, people with cannabis charges that I'm sure were locked up in there. Um, this thing says, until closing a decade ago, a sprawling state prison in Warwick, New York, locked up men convicted of drug offenses and other crimes. Now the town northwest of New York City aims to turn what was a medium security complex into a bustling regional hub for growing and processing cannabis. Its entrepreneurs hope to cash in on the state's move this spring to legalize recreational marijuana for adults. Local officials have recruited seven cannabis-related businesses to the Hudson Valley site still marked by reddish brick buildings that at one point incarcerated nearly a thousand men. In March, the town of about 32,000 residents provided tax incentive for Chicago-based Green Thumb Industries to buy 38 acres for a large cultivation and manufacturing facility. 
Boosters say the new ventures will bring tax revenues and hundreds of good jobs. But some parents say making the town a marijuana production center can send children a message condoning drug use. Small growers statewide worry large companies such as Green Thumb will squeeze them out of the market. The state turned the former reform school into a correctional facility in the late 1970s for the surge of people being incarcerated during the national crackdown on drug offenses. Now it has seven ventures tied to a substance that was once banned, as well as a brewery and sports complex. That's the irony. There were prisoners in here for what we're doing, said Aaron Sharon, founder of Urban Extracts, which makes cannabidiol, CBD, oil, tinctures, and other products, and is one of the seven businesses brought to the site. He said he aims to hire workers from disadvantaged backgrounds to promote social justice. So yeah, that's just kind of nuts. It's just nuts that a former, what did it say, a former reform school and then correctionals facility is now literally going to produce and manufacture cannabis products. Um, it's just wild, man. The fucking the world that we're living in in 2021, man. It's crazy, Ali. Um, and this last little bit that I saw was kind of random regarding the Hoover Dam and how it could potentially be becoming obsolete almost just with the conditions. And let me read this here. It says, For more than eight decades, the iconic Hoover Dam has relied on water from Nevada's Lake Mead to cover up its backside. But now at age 85, it finds itself uncomfortably exposed. Much of the water the dam is supposed to be holding back is gone. This is like a different world, said Pat Mulroy, the former head of the Southern Nevada Water Authority. She told CBS News senior national and environmental correspondent Ben Tracy that Lake Mead, the nation's largest reservoir, is on track to soon hit its lowest level ever recorded. The dam is estimated to have lost a quarter of its customary hydroelectric power. Worse, the lower Colorado River, without which the country would have a lot of new deserts, is at a crisis stage, and the federal government may have to take serious action that will affect the region's farmers. And that, I guarantee you, will set off the Bundyite fringe. For the first time ever, the federal government is expected to declare a water shortage on the lower Colorado River later this summer. That will force automatic cuts to the water supply for Nevada and Arizona starting in 2022. Homeowners have higher priority and at first won't feel the pain as badly as farmers. Dan Thielander is a second generation family farmer in Arizona's Pinal County. The water to grow his corn and alfalfa fields comes from Lake Mead. If we don't have irrigation water, we can't farm, he said. So next year, we're going to get about 25% less water. Means we're going to have to fallow or not plant 25% of our land. In 2023, Thielander and other farmers in this part of Arizona are expected to lose nearly all of their water from Lake Mead. So they are rushing to dig wells 
to pump groundwater to try to save their farms. Meanwhile, a few degrees north, the High Country News reports the drought is killing fish and local economies in that order. As is obvious, this is all yet another crisis within the general climate crisis. We are inching closer to the days when we might actually see violence over access to water. As if we all need another excuse. So yeah, man, I thought that was kind of fucking scary, you know what I mean? I've been to the Hoover Dam. I remember we went and visited that a couple years ago out west with my family. But just the fact that what they're saying about the the water crisis, you know what I mean? I know they've been warning us about this for a while now. But it just makes me think of like, what's that fucking movie? Um, like Interstellar or fucking Book of Eli or one of those. You know what I mean? Like... You gotta, I don't know, it's just, it's scary, man, and to see how wasteful we are with this shit, too. I can't tell you how many times I see people with bottled water, they take a couple sips and just leave that bottle somewhere, or, you know, people who fucking irrigate their lawn in the middle of a rainstorm, that shit drives me nuts, man. I can't stay, especially here in Florida, you know what I mean? It rains almost every day in the summer, we're getting to that season now. And people are fucking, they have their sprinklers going when the fucking, it's like pouring down rain, man. It's unbelievable. But um, I have been noticing, I'm, I don't know if we're in a drought technically right now here in Florida, but I have been noticing how low the water level is on a lot of these lakes when I'm driving around and shit. So I'm hoping we get a lot of rain, man. It was raining a little bit today. I think it's supposed to rain all week. So let's hope so, man, because... This shit, you know, it's a natural water cycle. We got to let that shit come back down. And I don't know, man. It's just kind of scary. It's like a new, I don't know. Got new shit to worry about these days, you know what I mean? Also, just real quick before we get out of here, I realized the other day, what was it, the 12th, June 12th, marked the five-year anniversary of the pole shooting, which was fucking insane to me. I mean, I still remember... You know, I remember that shit like it was yesterday. Uh, me and my girl had actually just gotten back from a little date, you know what I'm saying? And we drove by Pulse, and there was, it's like a museum now. There's all sorts of memorials and flowers laid on the outside and all this stuff, but there was a lot of people there. So I'm kind of just like, damn, man, like, I didn't realize people were coming to visit this site like that. Like, it was really, obviously, it's a huge monumental and super unfortunate event that took place in Orlando. I mean, it's essentially a piece of history now. But not even realizing that it the day we drove by was the 12th. It was the actual five-year anniversary. So much love, prayers, and positivity to all of the families and anyone who was affected by that incident. Um, like I said, man, I mean, it, to me, that shit was, just happened yesterday. You know, I remember me and my homies were out downtown that night, and one of my buddies happened to live right by Pulse, right off like Orange and Grant. And we drove by the nightclub that night, you know, before the shit actually popped off. We have a photograph of us, is like four or five of us just super fucked up, downtown drinking, debauchery shit, fucking smoking the G Pen in this little photo booth that they had in a bar, like. You know, to us, it was a great night until the very next morning when we woke up. I mean, I woke up to like 30 missed calls, all sorts of missed texts. You know what I mean? Like everyone who 
that everyone that knows me personally that doesn't live in Orlando was essentially checking in, making sure everything was good. And I'm waking up with like one of the worst hangovers. We just got through partying. Like it was just, it was such a weird, such a weird experience, man. So once again, shout out, much love and rest in peace. Most importantly to all of the victims of the pole shooting and, you know, prayers and positivity to all the families of anybody who whose life was taken that night, you know what I mean? We just gotta stop this hatred, man. I don't, I don't know what else to say. I feel like it's also super vivid to me because I'll never forget one of my homies that I worked with, uh, I used to work with, an ex-coworker of mine, was Latino. I think he was Venezuelan, and he was also gay. So this incident hit him home in more ways than one, you know what I'm saying? And another coworker of ours at the time was essentially like harassing this kid. Fucking, you know, I don't even want to repeat what this kid was saying. He ended up getting fired because he was just abusing and harassing this kid. But it's just like, what? what's the point, dude? Like, what are you gaining from this? You know what I'm saying? You see this kid's hurting. He was showing up to fucking work every day, like crying and stuff, you know. It's just, it's, it's. I mean, like we said last episode, it's fucking disgusting to see the amount of hate that still lives in this world, man. So once again, rest in peace, prayers and positivity. Um, And if you're in the Orlando area, swing by Pulse right off Orlando Avenue. Like I said, it's almost like a monument now or a museum to that night, that horrific night that took place five years ago. But it's just, it's fucking crazy, man. And I'm not going to play it, but if you're interested... There's a song reposted on my SoundCloud. I'm featured on a song with my buddy Christian. We did literally, I think, the same week that this incident happened five years ago. So it's his song called Hashtag Pray for Orlando featuring your boy KPOD. Yeah, I'm not going to play it, but if you want to check that shit out, it's on SoundCloud. And that is SoundCloud.com slash KPOD soundcloud.com slash kpod if you want to hear hashtag pray for orlando a memorial song for the pulse nightclub mass shooting so yeah man once again rest in peace much love to anybody impacted by the pulse tragedy that took place five years ago but yeah man I think that's going to wrap it up for episode 49 of the K-Podcast. I appreciate you guys checking in as always. And before we get out of here, don't want to forget to wish a happy early Father's Day and happy early Juneteenth to everybody out there celebrating. Hope you guys, you know what I'm saying? Enjoy your holidays, man. Yeah, man. That's really all I got. You know what I'm saying? I think... (laughs) I did see uh, my boy Bad Bunny just dropped a new record that the hook has been stuck in my head for a couple days, so I think that's going to be our little outro here today, man. But you know the vibes. Stay safe, stay smart, stay sexy, and stay tuned. You know we coming heavy for episode 50 next week. See you guys then, man. Until then, this is Yonaguni, Bad Bunny. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah,
más Tú no me dejas en paz De mi mente no te vas Aunque sé que no debo ey, Pensar en ti, bebé Pero cuando bebo Me viene tu nombre, tu cara Tu risa y tu pelo Much love. Adios, garon. Episode 49. We're going to see you next time. Peace. The Case Podcast. You don't have to go home, you just can't stay here, right? Peace.